This is the Elevate Church Podcast. For a list of messages and for all updates about events and more information, check out our Instagram, Facebook, or visit elevate.city. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Here's today's message. Well, if you're going to take notes today, I want you to write this down. uh, The Word of the Lord for 21. Simply calling it the Word of the Lord for 21. And uh, I really feel that the Holy Spirit and the Lord wants us to have a correct perspective as we are going into this new year. And I looked up the definition of perspective. It means this, a particular attitude or a way regarding something or a viewpoint, meaning that God wants us to have the right attitude as we cross into 21, that we don't take any of the attitudes, we don't take any of the perspectives, we don't take any of the mindsets that have been forced upon us in the year of 2020 into 2021, that we leave those attitudes, we leave those perspectives, we leave those thoughts in the past, and we move forward into everything that God has for us in 21 with fresh vision, fresh perspective, fresh understanding from the Holy Spirit moving into 21. Our viewpoints have to be set from heaven. We can't have viewpoints that are sent or set from human wisdom or reality. Listen, The world is driven by people's thoughts, opinions, hopes, and desires. We see them every day on social media, and people are just running to whoever might have a word that will help them uh, make sense of their daily life or their current situation or whatever they're feeling at that moment. But I know this, that true wisdom and understanding comes from God and God alone. And so go with me to the book of John. We're going to look at John chapter 16. We're going to look at verses 13 through 15. That's verses 13 through 15. And I'm reading out of the NLT. It says this. When the spirit of truth comes, who is the spirit of truth? The spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. Jesus is talking to the disciples. He's letting them know, hey, I'm going to the cross. I'm going to purchase your freedom from eternity. Uh, I'm going to give my life for you. My grace is going to abound. But after I've given my life and I've raised from the dead, I'm going back home to be with the Father. And when I go back home to be with the Father, I am going to send the advocator, somebody in my replacement to you called the Holy Spirit. And he's going to be there with you on the daily. And so Jesus says, when the Spirit, the Holy Spirit comes, and this happened in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 2. We saw the Holy Spirit ascend upon God's people in the upper room with 120. Uh, they spoke in tongues. They were filled with power to do what? Take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world, just as we need to do in this very moment in time in the earth. We need to be full of the Holy Spirit. We need to be full of his power and his might. We need to be full of his wisdom so that we can bring the glory and the goodness of Jesus Christ to this dark world in this very hour and time. It says this, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but tell you what he has heard 
What has he heard? He is hearing from heaven. He is hearing from the throne room. He will tell you about the future. Verse 14, it says this. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine, Jesus is talking about. And in this way, the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. So we need to have some understanding about how the Holy Spirit works and our need for the Holy Spirit to work in our lives in the daily, but especially as we go into the year of 2021. First point is this, truth only comes from the Holy Spirit, God himself. True truth, true wisdom, true knowledge, true understanding only comes from a heavenly perspective. It only comes from God himself. The question is this, where do you find truth? Where do you find knowledge? Where do you find understanding? Do you find truth from Betsy down the street? Do you find truth on uh, some podcast that you listen to? Do you find knowledge from you know, a vlog that you watch? Where does your truth, your wisdom, your understanding come from? It's incredibly important that in this time and in this season of the earth that we're living in, that we understand that true wisdom, truth, and understanding only comes from God and only comes from the Word of God. I know this. When you learn to spend time in the presence of God, and I know a lot of times when we say spend time in the presence of God, <clears throat> there's a lot of times that people don't completely understand what that means. And so I want to help you understand what that means. It means this. When I spend time in worship, and I know that we worship together on Sunday mornings, and that is an amazing time. We call that corporate worship. But I need you to understand that you can have worship in your car. You can have worship in your bathroom in the morning when you're getting ready. You can have worship in your basement. You can have worship anywhere that you want as long as you turn on some worship music and you start giving glory and honor and praise to Jesus and Jesus alone. So when we worship Jesus, when we lift Jesus up, his presence comes just as it does on Sunday morning. So when we spend time in the presence of God, it means what? We spend time in worship. Another way that we spend time in the presence of God is by prayer. The Bible says to pray about everything, to talk to God about everything, to let him know everything that's in your heart. Meaning this, that I'm going to share with God everything that's going on with me because we are in relationship. We are friends. And as friends, I want to spend time with my friend and I want to tell my friend what's going on. And I also want to hear from my friend their perspective. I'm in a relationship with Jesus, so I talk to Jesus. It is prayer. Another way that we spend time and learn in the presence of God is through the Bible. It is so important that our thoughts line up with heaven's thoughts. And the only way that our thoughts will ever line up with heaven's thoughts is if we have heaven's words. And heaven's words are in the Word of God. The Word of God is there to shape us. The Word of God is there to correct us. The Word of God is there to mold us. The Word of God is there to sometimes rebuke us. 
Just this week, I was reading the Word of God, and I've been rebuked many times this week because of some stuff going on in my own life. I need the Word of God to bring correction. So when I spend time in the presence of God, meaning this, when I spend time in worship, when I spend time in prayer, when I spend time in the Bible, it means this, that I will quickly understand and know the difference between my flesh and the Holy Spirit. And as believers, that is where God wants to lead us to. He wants to bring us to a place when we know my thoughts right now about this person, my thoughts about my job, my thoughts about this current situation, my thoughts about these political issues, my thoughts about COVID-19, my thoughts about moving into the year 2021, they line up either with God's thoughts or my own thoughts. And when you spend time in the presence of God, you will quickly learn the difference between that's heaven's thoughts or that's man's thoughts. And I really truly believe that we live in such a day and a time and an age that we have to be so careful and have discernment and wisdom and understanding to know I have to have God's thoughts. This is why Daniel, when the decree was made, when the law was made in the land, that no one could worship, no one could pray to anybody but King Nebuchadnezzar, he defied that law because he knew that he had to have heaven's thoughts for the day and the time that he was living in. I believe that we are in that kind of day and time, just as Daniel was. And we have to make sure that we are in the presence of God. We are in worship. We have to make sure that we have prayer time. We have to make sure that we're in the Word of God. We have to make sure that we are collecting heaven's thoughts because the only true wisdom that you're going to find in this day and time comes from heaven and heaven alone through the power of the Holy Spirit. Second point is this. The Holy Spirit's job is to guide you to truth. Meaning this, his job is to take your hand and lead you to what God has in store for you. Now, I'm a dad and I have three boys. And one of my favorite things when my boys were little were always to take their hand because I always wanted to teach them from a very young age. When dad grabs my hand, he leads me to good things. As a good father, that's my job. And God is a heavenly father and the Holy Spirit's job is to grab our hand and to lead us into the good things that God has for us, to help us understand. When you spend time with Jesus, He'll guide you into all answers. I've learned in my own life that when my mind becomes cloudy, okay, I don't know about you, but I have moments where like, I just feel like my thoughts are in a fog. I can't, you know, really put two and two together. There's moments where I just feel like there's a lot of confusion happening in my mind and I can't really you know, come to the right answer. When I'm having moments like that in my life, 
It is the Holy Spirit. It is a clear signal inside of me, okay? You know, when we're, when we're driving and we're driving down the road and we see a green light, we just go through the intersection because we know that green light tells us that we have safe passage through that intersection. But sometimes the light turns yellow. And when it turns yellow, we start looking at the right or the left. We start looking at the other traffic. We start looking at other things because we got to make sure that it's still safe to go through that, that passage. But when the light is red, we know what? We have to stop. We have to yield. We have to take a step back. And so when my mind is cloudy, when I'm confused, when I'm frustrated inside, I know that is a clear signal from heaven. It is a red light to stop, to pause, to hold on. Don't make any decisions because decisions that I make in that season and time of cloudy frustration, I'm confused. Those are gonna be decisions that I make out of my flesh. Those are gonna be decisions I make out of emotion. Those are decisions that I'm going to make outside of God's goodness. So if I'll pause, if I'll go to the Holy Spirit, if I'll spend time in prayer, if I'll spend time in worship, if I'll get into the Word of God, the Holy Spirit's job is to do what? To lead us to the right answer. God has every answer for your job. You may be worried about the future of your job. God has every answer about your finances. Okay? God has every answer about your husband, your wife, your children, your family. God has answers about everything through the Holy Spirit. This is why the Holy Spirit came. He came to guide you into God's truth, guide you into God's plans, guide you into God's goodness, guide you into God's blessings. And that should be a weight off of you and I. That should be this place of peace, a place of rest, a place of God's grace, because we know I don't have to make every decision. The Holy Spirit will simply lead me to the right decision if I'll yield to the Holy Spirit. Point number three is this, future is good. Future is good. It says this, that the Holy Spirit's job is to tell you about the future. Okay? Now, I know we all want to know our future. We all want to make our future. We all want to be in control of our future. But trusting God is very different than us being in control. And so, we lean on the Holy Spirit, we lean into God, we lean into our future, and the Holy Spirit's job is to give us understanding and wisdom about our future. And the reality is this, any future with God is a good future. But I gotta tell you today, any future outside of the Holy Spirit, any future outside of God's will, any future outside of God's truth, God's understanding, any future outside of what God has shown us in the Word of God, it's a scary place. Let me share this verse with you. Deuteronomy chapter 28 says this, if, I love sometimes how the Bible does this. I love how God does this. 
God goes, hey, I want to make an agreement with you. I want to let you know something. If you'll do something, if you'll walk in obedience, if you'll walk in trust, if you'll follow me with the Holy Spirit, I'm going to tell you what I'll do for you. So it says this, if you fully obey God and you, and you are careful to keep his commandments, you're careful to keep the word of God in your heart. You're careful to keep his thoughts in your head. It says this, that I'm giving you today. The Lord God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord God. Deuteronomy 28 verse 7 says this. The Lord God will conquer your enemies when they attack you. Isn't that a great word? That you don't have to fight your battles. That God will fight for you. When the enemy comes against you, he'll fight for you. It says this, they will attack you from one direction, but they will scatter from you in seven different directions. Meaning God will bring confusion upon them. Verse eight, the Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do. And you will find your storehouse with grain, meaning this, that you will find your home with blessing and favor and God's goodness. The Lord God will bless you in the land that he has given you. Now, this is a good word, and this is a word that I want to stand on. But the truth is this. My future has to be hand in hand with the Holy Spirit. We have to have the correct perspective and attitude that Holy Spirit, wherever you lead in 21, we choose to be faithful and obedient to you over our own perspectives, over the way that we grew up, over the way that we perceive the world, over the way that maybe an aunt or an uncle, a grandparent, a mom, a dad taught us growing up. That we go, Holy Spirit, whatever you have in store for 21, I want to be obedient and I want to be faithful because I want to live in that blessing that you have for me. I don't want my enemies to overtake me. I want you to overtake my enemies. And you said that you would if I'm faithful and obedient to you. Point number four is this, and this is the last point. It says this, the word of the Lord says this, that the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. Meaning this, the Holy Spirit's job is to hear from God the Father. And when he hears from God the Father, that he will reveal God the Father's heart to you. He will speak only what he hears from heaven. In Acts chapter 27, Paul hears the word of the Lord for that moment in that season. In verse 21, it says this, finally, Paul called out to the crew together. He says, men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. See, Paul was on a ship and he was a prisoner and they were headed to Rome. And so Paul is on the ship and they're going up the coast and they're making different stops. And at one of the stops, he says to the men on the ship and he says to the captain and he says to all the workers on the ship, hey guys, listen, if we go on, I promise you it's not gonna end well for us. 
But none of them wanted to stop in that city because it wasn't a good trade city and they had bigger plans and they had bigger ideas than God's ideas and God's plans. Doesn't that sound like us sometimes? God goes, I want you to do this right now. And we go, no, that's not really comfortable, God. God, I really don't, I'm not really interested in that right now. I'm not really interested in being obedient in this season, God. I'm not really interested in what your plans are. And so they pushed forward. They didn't listen to what Paul had to say. And he said, man, you should have listened to me. It goes on to say this. You would have avoided all this damage and loss because they found themselves in the middle of this crazy storm. And they're throwing cargo over and they're losing things and the boat is becoming damaged. But in verse 22, Paul says this, but take courage, none of you will lose your lives even though the ship will go down. Verse 23, for last night, an angel of God whom I belong to, See, Paul is making them all understand. I don't belong to the system of this world. I don't belong to any of you. I belong to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and I hear from the Holy Spirit. And an angel of the Lord, he came to me and he spoke this to me. For the angel of the Lord, whom I belong to, whom I serve, stood beside me and he said this, do not be afraid, Paul, for I surely, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What more? God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. Even though the ship was going to go down, even though all hope was lost, even though they found themselves in a storm and they had lost their vision, they had lost their way, and they all thought that they were all gonna die. Paul had what? He had the word of the Lord. He had a word that was timely for that moment and that season. And sometimes that's what we need more than anything in this world. And I think that as we go into 21, we need to know what the word of the Lord is. And I truly believe that one of the great words for 21 is this, is the word faith. I believe, and I've believed this from the beginning of this whole COVID thing, I believe that the earth is becoming more black and white. I believe that gray is fading away. I believe that as believers in Jesus Christ that we are going to have to make big decisions as we move into 21, as we move into 22, as we move into 23, as we move into 24. We're going to have to stand in faith. We're going to have to look at the Bible. We're going to have to read the Bible. We're going to have to look at people who stood in faith. And we're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit, give me a word that is timely for this season. Give me a word that I know that you are with us. Give me a word so that we can move forward. Give me a word so that I can lead others. Give me a word so that I can have hope in the middle of the darkness and I can shine light to the world. 
See, I believe that 21 is gonna be a great year for the church, not just Elevate Church, but I believe for the church and the whole entire world. I believe God's gonna pour out his glory. I believe that the earth is gonna continue to shake. I believe that the earth will never be the same ever again because we are about to see Jesus come back. But I have great hope. Why? Because I have the word of the Lord in me and I have the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is telling me what? That God's got great plans for your life. The Holy Spirit's telling me that he loves you so much. The Holy Spirit says that he will never forsake the righteous. The Holy Spirit's telling me that he's got your back. He's got my back. I believe that 21 is gonna be a great year. I believe that we may see great shaking even in the first few months of the new year. But I believe that all that shaking in the earth, all the shaking in the United States, all the shaking that's happening in the political realms of our world right now, I believe all this shaking will lead to the glory of God. People coming to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, people that were once lost coming back home just like prodigal sons and daughters coming back home to the Father, Jesus Christ. I believe we're gonna see great things in the year of 21 and that the church of Jesus Christ is going to rise up. So for me, the word of the Lord going into 21 is faith. That we as Elevate Church, we are going to walk in great faith. We are going to trust God. We will not live in fear. We will have our doors wide open. We will be hope. We will be life. We'll bring, we'll bring great truth. We'll bring great wisdom, not from me, but from the Holy Spirit and from the Word of God. We believe that we're gonna see marriages healed in 21. We're gonna see people give their lives to Jesus. We're gonna see people who have addictions freed. We're gonna see the glory of God move. We're gonna see people walk in great strength. We're gonna see people not walk in fear, but walk in hope and life and joy and peace. See, the word of God says that he is for us. He's never against us. He's not against his church. He wants his bride to shine bright just before he comes back. And you are the bride of Christ. So I believe that as we choose to walk in faith, as we choose to spend time in the presence of God, as we choose to hear the word of the Lord, as we choose to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, he's gonna lead us into great victory. Even though this earth may shake, even though your company may shake, even though your friends may shake, maybe all these things shake to their course. I believe this that the godly, the people who choose to put Jesus first, those who choose to be obedient, they will not be shaken. They will shine bright in 21. And they will lead others to victory that are shaking in the darkness. Listen, we love you. We're so thankful for the opportunity to lead you. We are believing God's blessing and favor and grace and goodness abounds to you in 21. We hope and we are praying that your Christmas is full of joy, full of laughter. We're praying that your Christmas is full of the presence of God. It's full of great family moments. 
Don't live in fear this Christmas. Live in faith. Trust the Lord. He's very good. But we love you and we bless you and we hope that you have an amazing Christmas celebrating Jesus. And then we're going to move into 21 with great faith and strength. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for truth. We thank you for wisdom that comes from you and you alone. And Holy Spirit, we ask that you would divinely give us wisdom, understanding, prophetic insight, prophetic words to know your word for each and every single one of us going into 21. We thank you, God, for the word of the Lord that is upon this house, that we are going to grow, that we are going to take territory for you, that we are going to see the glory of the Lord move and elevate church. But God, we bless your people. And we ask that you would favor them in their jobs. We ask that you would increase their territories, bless their children, bless their homes. Jesus, we worship you and we honor you. And we thank you for this great time of Christmas to celebrate you and you alone. We love you. We love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. We love you. Have a wonderful Christmas. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening to Elevate Church Podcast. We'd love to have you join us for service on Sundays or at a dinner party on Friday nights. Check out our Facebook, Instagram, or website at elevate.city for more information.